Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Let Me Now podcast, episode 14. The podcast about comeback stories, about getting out the dark hole, the lows, and getting more highs in our life. The podcast where we hope to inspire people, we hope to give you the motivation and share the tools that I've used and other people have used to get from the bad place to the good place. Sounds like a daunting task, doesn't it? When you feel that you've got no hope. And what a lot of people don't understand is when you're in that place, you just can't picture it getting better. When you just totally give up, you just don't think there's a way out. This is me, this is who I am now. But we don't accept that. We need to decide that we are not going to be stuck in this place forever. Depression is getting so widespread now it's heartbreaking to hear just how many people are struggling because for a long time I thought it's just bloody me that's feeling like this you know it's no one understands and then the more I learned about mental health and the more I was open about it and spoke about it I just realized how much it is everywhere that loads of people are struggling loads of people are choosing the wrong ways of coping and they're putting on these brave faces and going out I believe it was David Goggins that said that if you think someone's doing better than you, they're just hiding it better. Which is quite a sad thing, really, because I don't want everyone to be struggling. I want everyone to be doing great. I want everyone to fulfilling fulfilling their life to the best. You know, that's one thing that I like about myself, is that even when I was at my lowest, I never wanted anyone else to be struggling. And what was quite upsetting was when I was struggling, it caused a lot of other people in my life to have to struggle. They had to go through that with me and deal with it in their own way. And I kept thinking, well, how are they managing to stay strong in that? But again, it's just that they're hiding it better or they've got better coping strategies and ways of handling it where, as I chose, the not-so-best options. And But here's the thing. This is now my story to tell. I've now got something I can use it. That What I went through, as I've spoke about previously, doesn't just make me stronger. It gives me something to talk about and inspire and motivate other people. And again, this is why I'm quite excited to be recording the podcast at this phase in my life. If I had the choice to go back, I would have started the podcast sooner and shared the journey and what I might try and do for my old platform, the Mental Health Coffee Club, is try and download some of the audios from there. I used to do daily lives on there. And it was a bit more when I was in the struggle and I was very open about it. And I, I shared the highs and the lows. This is what I want this podcast to be, is the most honest platform, um, the most honest podcast out there where I don't hide anything. If I'm having a bad day, I'm going to come on here and tell you because... It's all well and good to these inspirational podcasts and videos that we see with the likes of David Goggins where he's all about, yeah, it's, I, I'm just doing this and I'm doing that and I'm great and way. And then we think, well, maybe they've just got a different 
mind to us. Maybe they were, he was just born different. So I want to be a bit more relatable and not just show you the good bits, but also the bad. Because we can do all the work we want. We're still going to have bad days. We're just going to have less of them. That's the goal, to have more good days than bad days. Shift the balance. I was watching a movie last night. And here's the thing is, I'm quite a big movie fan. I've always been a fan of movies. But recently, over the last few years, I struggle to watch them. Now, I think this might be a few things. I think my attention span's shot to shit with all these reels that we're watching these days. We can't watch anything more than 10 seconds long, which drives me mad because I love a movie. I think there's also that my mind's just buzzing all the time and I can't focus on that, you know, and I'm terrible for as soon as I put a movie on, I pick up my phone and I start Googling stuff and I've got this thing where, like, I'm like, oh, what was that actor in? And I go back and find out all his history and then I've missed the whole movie. Or... I can only watch something while I'm eating, so, and I eat fairly fast, so I'll cook my dinner, sit down, flick through Netflix for about 20 minutes, find something to watch, press play, eat my dinner, five minutes later I'm pausing the movie and going doing something else. I can't relax like I used to, but last night I did. I watched The Full Monty, it was on BBC One last night, it's a movie I've not watched since I was uh, younger, I was probably too young to watch it at the time, thinking back to it now, and I didn't get a lot of the jokes when I was younger, so to re-watch it, that is a hilarious movie. If you don't know what the film Monty's about, it's a group of guys from Sheffield, so at the start of the movie they're showing you how Sheffield was a steel city, and they had loads of jobs in producing this steel, and then I think it skips to like 25 years later or something, and the steel industry's gone, and everyone's lost their jobs, and everyone's in job seekers allowance, and there's nothing out there, and everyone's sort of feeling like shit, they're doubting themselves, like one of the main characters, he's just, he thinks his wife's going to leave him, there's one of the other guys, he's trying to commit suicide by putting an exhaust pipe in his car, but there's one character, I suppose you would say he's the main character, played by Robert Carlyle, hope I got that right, and um, he's got quite a good attitude, he knows everything's shit, he knows <laughs> life's crap, but he's looking for opportunities, you know, he's going into the old factory and trying to steal, steal, and look for look for opportunities where there wasn't before and they come across a they're walking past one of the theaters and the, the Chippendales are playing the male strippers and there's a queue of women outside paying a tenner ahead and uh, he's laughing at them and he's like oh what have they got that we don't you know and then they're sitting down they're chatting they talk about how much money that the Chippendales would have made in just one night and he gets this idea that him and his pals these <laughs> you're just your average yo you know all different shapes and sizes are going to do their own show except the difference for them is they're going the full monty and <laughs> you know it just unravels into this hilarious movie that's just a feel-good movie and you know, they don't make movies like they did in the 90s anymore do they it's all cgi and all that stuff and i just like that they're looking for something you know they're down in their luck and they've found a way out and you know, it all works out in the end and it's a good laugh and I think that's what we've got to do is like, right, okay. Because maybe like, like I, you know, when I was younger I played a lot of PlayStation stuff like that. I can't even do that anymore. And I used to, when I first had depression when I was about 19, 35 now, and I remember when I lost interest in the PlayStation, I was like, what's the, what's the point? What, like, what's the point in playing this? Like, it's, you know, and that really upset me because I was like, I used to find so much joy in that. Now I don't. 
but maybe there's also a bit of we're just growing and our and our our things are changing that we're that we you know our, our habits and um, and likes and dislikes are maybe changing. But there's, there's also the depression because it does take away it does take away the the joy that you found in things. But maybe you can find joy in new things. Find something that is. Um, can you ask what I was saying in the previous episode about? Um, what was it? No, it was uncertainty. Maybe I've got that wrong. But variety or uh, growth and le- le- you're learning new things. So maybe the thing that you really enjoyed before that you just can't get into and can't do it in the same way. Maybe we just put that in the back burner for now, and maybe we go and find something brand new, and that might spark some excitement in you because it's new and it's something you've not had before and you're, there's no expectation of you being able to do it like you did before you know, like I just watched another documentary there, it was only half an hour long, it was also on BBC about um, Cycling Save My Life, I think it was called Our Lives is the, is the programme and this episode was about, I think his name was Josh Quigley I might double check that but um, and I have, I have, after watching it I've reached out to him, see if we can get him on here um, he drove his car into a barrier at 70 miles an hour barely a scratch on him he really wanted to end his life and then he found cycling, he hadn't cycled before well I presume he's probably cycled a wee bit before but not on the level that he's doing now and now he's doing world records so he found a completely new thing that sparked an interest inside of him and got his fire going again so have a think about things that you might, and it might be something you just never expected I tried my hand at woodwork because I saw something I wanted to kind of do but <laughs> and I'd go out to my dad's garage because I was living with my parents at the time and I would try I couldn't get I could not cut the wood straight but hey at least I tried and you know and then even then I tried to like repurpose some some photo frames I started like I had a lack of photos because we all it's all digital now isn't it so I used that it's a snap fish or something and you you get like 53 prints a month and you just pay the post so I started doing that and then I went down to the second hand shop and I was getting loads and loads of frames some of them still on the wrappers um, and the older ones I was taking out and I was painting them and just like I don't know it wasn't perfect and that's a problem of mine is I like things to be perfect but I'm not very good at making things perfect but I was trying you know now I've got photos and frames up in my new house and, and some of them I've painted myself and it's quite a nice feeling I don't know if I'd call it a hobby as such but it was something different something I've tried my hand before and hand up before you know because I know a new hobby like everyone says to go and get fit and exercise and I'll, I'm, I'm definitely going to bash on about that in this podcast but sometimes that's maybe just a wee bit too much for us depending on where we are in this sort of journey so you want to find something that's achievable you know and call me sad but I've bought a couple of jigsaws there and I've been working on one for quite a while now. See, I've got it all done. It's, it's a Volkswagen camper van. I'm wanting to get it framed to put up in the wall afterwards. And I'm at the sky, so it's all f- bloody blue now. <laughs> it's been sitting there for ages. But I keep saying to myself, hey, you started something, got to finish it. You know, even if I can only do one piece a day. But then, as I said in previous episodes, about like you're just starting something. Once you may get that one piece and you get the ball rolling, another piece, another piece, and you might get ten pieces done that day. Um, and that's how I found it. Sometimes I just get in a roll and I'll be out there all night just focused, laser focused. Other days, like I say, I struggle to get one piece in. But it is something different, something to take my focus away from the thoughts in my head. You might feel like you've got nothing to offer anyone, but dig deep. Do you have someone to offer someone? And maybe even do it volu- voluntary. You know, and that makes you feel good to helping other people. So if you're off work, for instance, and you see someone's looking for something on Facebook or whatever, and you can offer some assistance 
And that's the one thing, and I know, I know that if, if you're feeling like shit, that the last thing you probably want to do is speak to other people and leave the house. But if you can build that strength within you to go and do that one thing and go and help someone and then come back home and feel good about yourself and have someone thank you and know that you've helped someone, that will make you feel good. And you might keep doing things like that. You might end up with a new business out of it. You might start thinking, wait a minute, I can charge people for this and make some money for it and then it becomes your thing. And you'll go on YouTube. I mean, there's loads of online courses these days. You know, for me, it's this podcasting right now and I've still got to uh, learn how to work all this audio stuff. But, you know, it's learning and you've got to get out of your mind that you have to have these skills and perfection before you can start. Just go for it and figure it out along the way. The amount of documentaries I watch where it's people that have been struggling, suicidal, not wanting to live, life's gone to shit, that have came out of it by finding something new. Like that one I watched was just cycling out. There's one I'm trying to find, I don't know where to stream it, it's a guy called Ben Tuff, and it's called Swim Tuff, How I Swam My Way Out of the Bottle, so he was obviously an alcoholic, and he learned to swim. And I think, and do you know what, these people are all setting bombing world records. This guy, said, I think it was the longest open water swim. The cycling guy, he cycled around the world, and he, but he's got the world record for like um, most miles in a week and here's that's the crazy thing about it is that they've not just found a new hobby they've found something that they were fucking incredible at you know and it's quite often at a later age in life so don't ever think you're too old you, you know you're still young you've still got time we can still find and start new things you can start a whole new career yeah, but you know, it doesn't have to be a world record it doesn't have to be big you know, don't, we don't have to think oh wait a minute we have to go all in here it has just to be something that takes your mind away from the bad thoughts and give you a bit of hope in life. What's that? Shawshank Redemption. Hope's a dangerous thing, but what are we without hope? We've got to. We've got to shift to think that it is an opportunity. And the thing is, if you start something new and you fail at it, you're further on than you were before, so don't worry about failing. Put that out your head. As long as you've tried, you know, don't give up. Don't let this beat you. Make the comeback. It feels incredible. And the thing is, I've not even found anything yet that's really driving me. I mean, I'm enjoying my running, enjoying my triathlons and stuff like that, but I'm by far from any good. My last triathlon I just did was a few weeks ago. It's actually an aquathlon, which is a swim, then run. And I thought it would be easier because it didn't have the bike section. I did this tri particular triathlon called the Wee Beastie last year which at the same event, they do three in one day the, the, the Big Beastie, the Wee Beastie and the Bikeless Beastie and now I prefer to road cycle I admittedly have hardly been out on my bike for the last year or so I've been out a couple of times, a handful of times um, I really want to get back out, there's always again excuses so I need to get over myself and just get the bike sorted, get out there anyway, I'm rambling here so I went to the bikeless beastie because this event had there was mountain bike last year. I didn't enjoy the mountain bike section, so I thought I'd do the bikeless beastie, 800 meter open water swim in Loch Lomond, and then a 5k run. And I've been doing a hell of a swimming recently, and I wasn't a lot of running because I did the half marathon training. But then since then, I've not run as much as I should have. But I know that I'm capable of doing 5k. And I, I turned up to the. I didn't realise I'd signed up to the Scottish Aquathlon Championship, so I'm up against the best of the best here didn't let it bother me 
I then realised I'd packed the wrong wetsuit. It wasn't my swimming wetsuit, which is a bit more uh, flexible and easier to move in. I'd packed my recreational wetsuit, which is a bit thicker. And I quickly realised that I cannot swim in this wetsuit. And I was drained within a few metres. Um, and it was choppy. And I started to get a wee bit panicky and think, I don't know if I can make it round this. And then I thought, Do you know what? I don't care. I don't care if I can't front crawl. I don't care if I'm at the back of the pack. I'll just breaststroke it round. And here's the thing, I turned around and there's people behind me doing the same thing. It didn't matter. Less than halfway around, it unzips at the back, so I'm flopping about in the water. And it's, like I said, it's choppy, so because it's like it's like a big, I don't know how to explain it, it unzipped at the back and it's catching me and oh, it was just a nightmare. Someone offered me to zip me up and I said, don't you worry, I appreciate it, but uh, it'll just come unzipped again. And then I, I, I breaststroke the whole way around this 800 metre swim, I was drained and I'm a good swimmer. And it's not often I'm confident about saying that I'm good at things, but I am a good swimmer, which is nice to say about myself. And I got out of that water, I was drained, and you know, the marshal's like, you want to continue? I was like, yeah, let's get it done. You know, I walked around the 5K round and I, and I finished it. And rather than me just saying, that was a shit show, that went, that was, oh, what a crap day. I was like, I turned up and I'd done it. And I wasn't even last. I was like third from last. I didn't care. I turned, and you know what, even if I was last, I wouldn't have cared. You know, I done it, and that's more than a lot of people that had done that day, you know? And I felt good about it, and I went home, and I had another story to tell. You know, there's a, lots of things go wrong in my life. Yeah, because it's a bit of a running joke with me, but I just don't dwell on it like I used to. I just, and you know, I, there's, there's a couple of people in my phone book that I can't wait to call and tell that story to because I know that they'll share in the funny side of it with me. It doesn't matter about failure. So find something that gets that fire burning in you again, a reason to get up, you know. The amount of people that have gone to the gym, and this is the thing, the amount of people go through heartbreak and they turn to the gym. And we'll talk about this in another episode about the, the whole grass is green on the other side and it's not until you maybe lose or break up from a relationship that you start looking after yourself and I've been seeing, I think Tate says it a lot, is the grass is greener where you water it and we often quite don't do that for ourselves or for our partner. When we're in a relationship, it's not until we hit rock bottom or we go through a breakup that we start actually looking after ourselves and that preventative maintenance. But it doesn't matter. We forget about the past. We move on. We make our comeback. And we become a better version of ourselves. Let's leave it at that, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Can't wait to record episode 15 and grow our community. If you're enjoying what you hear, please do share it with someone. Anyone. Anyone that's going through a tough time or someone that you want to understand what you're going through. Get it out there. Let's reach more people. Please leave reviews and share it and you know, uh, rate it and try and push it up so that more people can hear what I've got to say if you think it is of value to you. Uh, there's also my email in the show notes, doubtmenowpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, good or bad. I want to improve it and I appreciate anyone's feedback that's taken the time to listen and work with me. If you want to come on the show, if you've got a story to tell, let's do it. Take care. We'll speak to you later. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Down Me Now podcast. If you did, please, please do like that review button, the five-star button. Please share it with your friends. Let's get this out there, and we'll see you in the next episode.